read Acts chapter 4, verses 32 through 37. If you don't have a Bible, it's on page 630 of the Blue Bible that's in a row next to you or in the back. And if you don't own a Bible, that's our gift to you. So we want you to have that and take that and read it. We believe it's a pretty good book. Acts chapter 4, starting in verse 32. I've got a very short but very a powerful message for our congregation today. So let me read these verses. Now the full number of those who believed were of one heart and soul. And no one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own. But they had everything in common. And with great power the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as there were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what, they, of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to each as any had need. Thus Joseph, who was also called by the apostle Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, a Levite, a native of Cyprus, sold a field that belonged to him and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. What's happening right now in this passage is this is the New Testament church. This is the beginning of everything that is happening, that God has done, that he's equipped his people, he's equipped his people, he's developing man and woman to be the mouthpiece of this gospel message, and what just happened was two of the apostles that walked with Jesus were brought before the leaders of the time, they were told, don't talk about Jesus anymore, then they were sent back out, and you see what begins to happen is the beginning movement of what we know right now. The church. The way you live church is our testimony to the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. The way that the early church lived was their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you look in verse 32, it says, But they had everything in common, and with great power the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Church lives in a way that is counter-cultural. The way that we live, the way that we interact with people, places and spaces, wherever we go, whether it's a soccer field, Laura, or whether it's wherever we go, we live counter-cultural. And the way that we live is a representation that gives a testimony to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so we see this happening right now in the early church. I also want to say this. I told you that this was going to be a little bit different kind of a message and a very short and powerful one because Jeremy's giving this message next week and using these same verses. And so he just found that out right now, by the way. Because um, <laughs> I'll be in Haiti. I'll be with April and we'll be partying. So have fun with that, Jeremy. Um, The way you live is an example of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It gives testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. One of the things that we do is ministry partnerships here. And ministry partners have seen how God provides financially for them, haven't they? 
If you are part of a ministry partnership, you, I guarantee you've seen, that God, you've seen how God has moved in your ministry and has provided for you financially. Well, Church Project, one of the things that we do with our resources is we give to ministry partnerships. And it's, it's beyond just our, our offerings, but we, we give to that financially. And we encourage everyone to get behind our ministry partnerships and to support them financially. Um, because here's the deal. They're representing Jesus everywhere that they go. Josh and Julie, you guys did an incredible job. Marissa, Emma. Who else am I missing from last night? All the leadership of crew. You guys did an incredible job last night as you showed stories of how God is moving in your ministry. Haiti, thank you for highlighting Haiti. We can go through all these ministry partnerships, and it's scary that I'm going to try to. Did anyone see this, this, uh, this, this uh, what is it, newspaper? Greeley <laughs> Tribune. <laughs> Greeley Tribune, what was it, maybe two or three weeks ago or whatever. Front page is Youth for Christ in the skate park. And what's happening right here, like the way, I would give this to you, but you have about a hundred of them. The way that you live gives testimony to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The way our ministry partnerships are living gives, gives testimony to the ministry of Jesus Christ and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We want to do that at Church Project. We, we live very simple Ways so we can even give more money and more relationships to do this as, as effectively as we can because all we have at the end of the day is our story. The Bible and how it intersects with us. How we've seen Jesus Christ and how we've lived Jesus Christ. All the early church had was their story. When they were told, go back out and don't speak in Jesus, they started living and giving testimony to the power, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and all they had was their story to share. All we have is our story to share. This is how Church Project began, by the way. Remember Lauren and, and Zoe, my, my oldest daughter, and Audra, who's now working in children's today, right now, I remember when we first moved down here, we had $300 in the bank. The only car that we had broke down as it drifted into our driveway. <laughs> That's a pretty good start, isn't it? All we have is a story. All we have is the ability to give testimony of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what he's done in our life. I remember the start. I remember what it was like. I remember going to, to box number 310. That's a UPS box that we still have, by the way, and I just checked it this morning. Box number 310 was a box that when we first moved down here and had just very little in the account, we knew that all we had was a story in the gospel to start sharing this message. And so we went and started asking family and friends down in Oklahoma and Texas and wherever else, would you get behind this financially because we've got a story and we feel like we need to share it with Greeley. And people started sending little checks and big checks to box number 310. And as this thing grew, and if were you... Raise your hand if you were with us when we met in my living room. That was awkward. <laughs> you need to take them to dinner because that was awkward. 
And little by little, this thing is growing. And little by little, more people are coming together to give testimony of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what he's done. And little by little, we, Lauren and I, even in the church leadership decided we can tell the people that are giving to, from outside sources to stop giving outside sources because what God's built up in Greeley is now sustaining itself. So we don't need help from Oklahoma and Texas and wherever else it was coming. But there's still two stubborn people that continue to write checks every month and send it to us. That's why this morning I was at box number 310 getting another check to support what's going on right here. Why do I tell you this? I don't tell you this to give you an update of the finances of Church Project. I tell you this because we all support each other in this. All we have is our story, which is a story that we go out and we give because it is a testimony of the resurrection of Jesus in our life. And it's adding daily to our numbers. And daily, it's not about church project. It's not about the CD release. It's about the story of what God has done in your life. And if you've encountered the love of Jesus Christ like the disciples did, as soon as in this text they were let go from the leaders of the land, they went out and they started living a testimony of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You couldn't shut them up. So we're doing things different today. What is church? It is God being put on display and being lived out. I see church right now. I'm looking at you in the eyes. What is church? It's God being on display and being lived out. It's not cold and it's not far off somewhere out there or way back there thousands of years ago that we read about. No, it is warm and it is personal. What is church? Get ready. I've borrowed trucks. We've had things in common. I have stayed in beach houses that weren't mine. I went out on boats and enjoyed them. They weren't mine. Oh, I got a lot of these. What is church? We've swapped clothes, didn't we, ladies? Last week. Lauren's got a nice shirt, too. That thing is it's good looking. Imagine a guy's clothes swap. Oh, man. Like 10-year-old underwear getting swapped. What is church? We've mowed yards, haven't we? We've cleaned houses. We've shared in pain. We've shared in joy. What is church? We've talked over coffee. We've laughed at movies. Sometimes inappropriate ones, huh? (laughs) We've sweated in Haiti a lot. Uh, We hosed a fire destroying a garage. Is Jerry here? 
That was just for him. Oh, he missed it. Oh, you guys text him. If you have his number, text him and say, where are you at, Jerry? Where is he? Oh, don't text him. <laughs> we hosed a fire destroying a garage. Isn't that church, Jerry? It's beautiful, bro. I love you. Uh, we've taken uh, people to the hospitals to get stitches. Uh, we've sent encouraging notes. Marissa, how do you give me a thank you note when I just spoke like two minutes earlier last night? That was awesome. I just prayed. I prayed for their crew event, and then I got a thank you note for that. That's awesome. Um, We've poured concrete in Costa Rica. We've built houses in Mexico. Uh, I've baptized people on the beaches in Florida and lakes in in Texas and horse troughs in Colorado. (laughs) The church, the story, our testimony of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Um, Driven buses to retreats and camps. Have you? I've been on a lot of stinky buses. Youth are stinky, aren't they, Krista? (laughs) You get 50 of them on a bus for 30 hours or whatever, and that's church. Um, Man, we've shared s'mores and conversations over a fire. Uh, Man, we've we've sang, as the deer and Lord, I lift your name on high, and I am a child of God. Notice how yours got thrown in the mix of as the deer. (laughs) Uh, We've been made meals when we've needed them, and we've made meals for others. We've prayed over, and we've been prayed over. We are the church. We ate unknown food in foreign lands. I don't want to know some of the stuff I've led or ate, eaten in other lands. I don't want to disrespect them or dishonor them. So you just eat it if you're given it. I have slept in church parking lots on, on long college road trips. Not the finest moments of my life, but I felt safe sleeping there. I've visited hospitals. We as the church, we've visited hospitals. Um, we've been given shoes. We've given shoes. We've celebrated healing and births. We've mourned sicknesses and deaths. We're the church. We've walked beside each other in dark times. We've danced in victory. We spoke to tens and hundreds and thousands of people. We've been asked how we are doing. I've slept in tents. I've slept in dorm rooms. I've slept in gyms. I've slept in trees and on the beach as part of his church. We've been taught scripture. The church, we we visited someone in an isolation jail cell and general population prison in Mexico. As a church, I've drank way too much coffee. (laughs) Way too much coffee. 
and ate way too much pizza. If you're a youth group leader, you've got to eat pizza at everything. But I've had just the, amount, just the right amount of potluck dinners. And I look forward to more of those. We've driven hours to encourage people. We've read thousands of books. We've put money in unmarked envelopes and slid them under the doors of people's homes. We've welcomed strangers and we've been welcomed. We've pointed to hope, joy, and love. As the church, we've rode bulls and bikes and boats and planes and trains and wagons and snowboards. We've called and texted, emailed and encouraged. Do you like where this is going? We've prayed all night on purpose. We went to graduations and we made cakes. We listened, listened to thousands of messages. We house set, pet set, and babysat. We as a church have really noticed a sunrise. Really noticed a sunrise. And awed at sunsets. We transported. I have been transported when I was so sick I couldn't move to a friend's house so I could sleep and eat and rest. I was a starving musician. I've picked up hitchhikers. And as part of the church, I've played paintball, I've wrestled pigs. I've played dodgeball and I've stayed up all night. If you've been to any kind of youth camp, you know that that happens regularly. <laughs> Wrestling a greased pig. Have you ever done that? As a church, I was given rides. I was provided for at my lowest times. As part of the church, I went on long walks alone. And I went on long walks with others. I was given a living example of hope and joy, and I was shown Christ through my parents. You like where this is going? What thoughts, what experiences, what memories are rolling through your head right now as the church? As we give an account of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and we live as a testimony to that, the disciples did it. We continue to do it. As a church, we gained an amazing sister through adoption. Our family did. As a church, we were given a way to forgive the hardest of offenses. I'm going to say that again because I need you to understand my next illustration. As a church, we were given a way to forgive the hardest of offenses. I think as a church, please go with me. Don't sacrifice me because of this. Okay, Mike? We need to say F you to a lot more people. And the F you is forgive you. We've been given away. We've been given away to let go of the hardest offenses. 
So look to your neighbor and say, F you. <laughs> look at your row. F y'all, man. <laughs> say, Bill, you got you to be laughing at that, bud. <laughs> Let's bring it back in. Match that one, Ryan. As a church, we've been cared for. We've been challenged to change. I've been in hundreds of church buildings in my lifetime. Not an exaggeration. I've been in dozens of church camps. We've chopped trees, we've pulled weeds, and we've planted orchards. I've worshipped on the beach, and in the mountain, and in caves. And in a workshop, Jack. Trish. I've played football and basketball and softball, volleyball, golf, and spike ball. I've been in numerous living rooms and had church in our living room. I've smiled at and I've been smiled at. We've grown together. I've had instant relationships wherever I've lived because I'm part of the church. From Ordway, Colorado, to Gunnison, Colorado, to Lynchburg, Virginia, to Miami, Florida, to Colorado Springs, to Pueblo, to Spring, Texas, to the Woodlands, Texas, to Edlin, Edmond, Oklahoma, to Ajido Buenos Aires in Mexico, I just like saying that, <laughs> to Greeley. I was challenged in my worldview and thoughts. By the church. And and we shared life together. As we gave testimony of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We grew. We learned. We loved. We made mistakes. We got some things right. We cried. We smiled. What would your list say? By the way, this literally took me 10 minutes to write. And I could go on. The gospel message is still being lived out. And what's cool about the gospel message still being lived out is this wonderful thing we do in America called didactic Greek style of teaching where we know the word, but also we have this Hebrewic, 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 well, how do you say it? Hebrew? ish type learning <laughs> which is very poetic and meaning and full of mystery and how can you have both that how can you have greek and hebrew and how can you experience both of those things in your life it's because we're the church it encapsulates every part of us our heart soul our mind our emotion we are the church we are changed by the gospel message the story of christ is alive in us We see God everywhere that we go. 
We are little representations of God everywhere that we go. That's why, Laura, when you talk about soccer, we can see God in soccer. That's why everyone that's ever given an imago, we can see God in every mundane and small and minute aspect of life. Why? Because we are living vessels that God lives in us, filled with hope as we live the resurrection of Jesus Christ to this world. We are the church, people, and we're not going anywhere. We are the gospel message. It's being lived out, and we're alive.